running the ship where it's just you uh, and you're creating the business and you're wearing all the hats can be super overwhelming. So if you're looking to do the business long-term and uh, go for the long-term game, then making that shift from entrepreneur to business owner is required. Welcome to The Business Shift, the no BS podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on transforming into successful business owners. We dive deep into the nitty gritty of what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire. No fluff, no hype, just real talk and proven strategies from successful business owners who have been there, done that, and are sharing their knowledge to help you do the same. So do you think you have what it takes to make the transition from entrepreneur to business owner? Let's find out. All right. What's up, guys? My name is Elena. Welcome back to episode number three of The Business Shift. Excited to jump in to it with you guys today. Um, we're going to be talking about why is it important to make the shift from entrepreneur to business owner. So we talked about what's the difference between the two terms, even though that they're often used interchangeably. Um we talked about, do you really want to be an entrepreneur? And uh, now it's now we're going to dive into, okay, you've decided that you want to be an entrepreneur, but do you want to actually make the shift to business owner? Okay, so we've talked a lot about that there is... Uh, there are people who just want to be entrepreneurs and they want to be self-employed and that's all that they want to do. And that is totally okay. But I want to talk to you guys about why I think it's important to, if you want to be an entrepreneur for a long term and create a business that scales and is successful, profitable and reaches and impacts a lot of people, you will need to make that shift to being a business owner. Um, and so why I think that is because it's a necessary step for building a sustainable and successful business in the long run. Uh, I think it's impossible to really create a business at scale when it's only you running the show. Um, and so while the terms entrepreneur and business owner are often used, interchangeably and there are characteristics that you keep of both whether you're an entrepreneur there's still going to be some characteristics of a business owner that you have and then as you shift into being a business owner there's still going to be characteristics of characteristics of an entrepreneur um but they do represent different stages in the business life cycle and they require different mindsets and different skill sets so entrepreneur, if we're talking about the timeline of a business, entrepreneur is the beginning stage. It's that beginning uh, part of your business life cycle where you're an innovator, where you're a creator. And it doesn't start this way for everybody. Like I mentioned in the first episodes, there's people that come into their business and they go straight to being a business owner because they either buy the business, they inherit the business or something like that. But um, we're going to talk about people who are entrepreneurs. They're starting their business. They're creating something out of nothing. And they're looking to make that shift to being a business owner. Um, um, and so the entrepreneur is that first stage because you're innovative. You have lots of ideas. You have that excitement and that interest for creating momentum. Um, and then as you start to find that momentum, validate your offer, you need to make the shift, hence the name, the business shift into being a business owner. And there's different mindsets and different skill sets required. Okay. So entrepreneurs are typically focused on creating new products or services, right? And pursuing their passions, 
When I say passions, I mean things that they look at and go, this is a problem in the world and I want to solve that problem. And there are so many different problems in the world that all different entrepreneurs across all walks of life are looking to solve. Um, And they may look at it and go, yeah, that's a really big problem. And I'm going to take on the responsibility of solving that. Um, And that I think is what really is the birthplace of an entrepreneur. Um, And they are often risk takers, right? They're visionaries who are driven, right, by innovation and creativity. So for example, when I started, uh, when I started, started start with my very first business business when I started my bread business when I was 12 13 14 one of those ages I think is more closer to 13 or 14 um I looked at it and went okay my mom had this recipe of a hundred percent whole wheat bread that had no sugar in it it had uh no preservatives it was very healthy bread and it was fantastic she had taken taken so much time to like craft this recipe to the point where the bread wasn't super crumbly. Like most like healthy breads can be super crumbly. Uh, it didn't taste like cardboard, which I had heard other people had said like, okay, this like healthy bread tastes like cardboard. Um, I had heard like it just, it doesn't fill me up as much, or it's just very, just doesn't remind you of a really good, like smelling loaf of bread, right? Whatever that was, I had heard lots of people, but then on the other side, you're looking at it and going, but all the bread that I've been seeing, like the white bread, right? They're using enriched flour. It's very unhealthy. Um, and so my mom had created this recipe that was fantastic. It tasted amazing and it was healthy. It didn't have any sugar. It didn't have any enriched, enriched or bleached flour. Um, we actually like had the flour, like grain, like we, um, or we, I'm, I'm forgetting the term right now, but we would, um, we would take the grain, the, the flour, and we would, oh man, I'm forgetting the term, um, but we would crush it and it would turn into flour. Um, I'm just blanking on the word right now. Um, but so we would actually see how the flour was created and we would create the flour ourselves through our wheat grinder, wheat grinder. There we go. We would grind the wheat and it would create flour. <laughs> I'm, I'm following now. Okay. So I looked at that and was like, okay, well that's really cool. And I need a way to make money. So what if I go around and I offer my neighbors this bread and like, I I went and we went door to door and I knocked on everybody's door and I gave them samples. (laughs) So I had made a loaf and I'd cut up little bites and I'd walk around and give them samples and be like, okay, so what do you think about this bread? Like, um, and people would be like, oh, that tastes really good. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's hundred percent whole wheat. Um, would you like some? And people were like, yeah, I would like some. And that's kind of how it started. Right. And so it was me looking at that problem of, okay, like I need to make money as a 12, 13 year old kid. Um, and I want to make money, but I also like people may like this bread because it is healthier. Um, and it was, it took me looking at that problem and being willing to solve it, which created the business. And that is what often creates entrepreneurs. So, um, I, I love that process. I think it's an amazing process. Um, the problem though, is the more that you get into that business, the more that you start to build momentum with your product, uh, the more that you, uh, I found that entrepreneurs may lack the discipline 
They may lack the structure and the systems needed to manage a growing business. Uh, man, one of the biggest skill sets that I've seen that people lack when it comes to being an entrepreneur is the lack to stay focused on one idea. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, you'll understand this in that the amount of times that I talk to people and they're like shiny object syndrome is such a big deal for me where they look at the, they look at one thing and they go, man, like I could create 50 different businesses with this. And then they start on a couple of them and then they look at something else and they go, man, that's so amazing. Like I want to do that too. And then they go and like try and do that one. And then 50 businesses later, they have started 50 businesses, but none of them are actually growing. Um, that is a good example of entrepreneurs kind of being a little bit lack of discipline. Um, I think that another reason is that entrepreneurs, they like the control of everything. And this is something that people who are self-employed really understand. Uh, they have this uh, inability to think nobody can do it better than them. They know, go, I'm the one that does it best. Um, and I don't want to give this away. My business is my baby. I've heard so many entrepreneurs use that terminology of my business is my baby. There's no, no way I could give it up. Um, and so I think that those are some of the, the flaws that come with being an entrepreneur, which is why being an entrepreneur is great for the beginning of the business stage, because it helps you have the excitement, the motivation to get something started from nothing. Um, and really you don't need to be a business owner in the beginning, right? In the beginning, uh, if you were a business owner, you're, trying to solve problems that aren't there yet, right? If I were to start that bread business and go, okay, like how am I going to fulfill all my orders when I have zero orders? It's not a problem. <laughs> and so I need to go out and get the orders and then I can start to think more like a business owner. And so if you're way in the beginning of your entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey, that's okay. You lean into being that entrepreneur, really start to get the momentum. But this podcast is specifically for those people who are right there where it's, oh man, I have the momentum. I have all the orders. How am I going to fulfill on these orders and not blow my brains out with how much time I'm spending on this? Because that I think is the biggest downside to being self-employed is if you want to do better, if you want to make more money, you have to give more of your time. And I think you know, there's a lot of people who jump into entrepreneurship. They're like, I'm leaving my nine to five job and there's going to be so much freedom and they will end up working more than their nine to five job. And I think that's how it starts in the beginning, but a lot of people stay there. And so, um, I hope I highlighted well enough why that's a, a good beginning phase, but I hope you can see how the longer your business goes and the more life cycle that it has, right. Uh, or the, the more life cycle that it lives, the more you have to make that transition. So Business owners, right, on the other hand, they're focused on building a sustainable business model, right, that can withstand the ups and downs of the market. Uh, I think the goal with any business is, is it creating value that customers want to buy that is going to leave the business profitable? A business that's not profitable is not a good business, okay? So it's about focusing on how can we prioritize the structure, the systems, and the process over innovation and creativity. How can I look at this and go, okay, we have something that's working. Let's dial down on that. Let's figure out how can we make this system better. And by focusing on that systems and processes, that's what you're using the innovation and creativity for instead of let's create another life-changing product. Okay. So 
business owners, they really focus on building their skills at managing finances, building teams, developing standard operating procedures, right? That can really help them scale their business um, efficiently. And so why there's maybe some people who look at that and go, no, I I still just want to be a self-employed person is because they don't want to deal with that. They don't want to have to, they want to, they want to keep it all to themselves. And the reason that I'm pausing a little bit is because I think that there are entrepreneurs who want to be that linchpin, that entrepreneur where they're quite good. They're very good at what they do, but they don't want to have to deal with any of the business systems. And that's okay. If you're there, I think that you may be better served on a team where then you don't need to think about managing the finances. Um, but I think the biggest hole that self-employed people kind of dig themselves in is that they want to be the best at what they do, but they also want to be in control of their entire business. So that means that they're going to have to manage their finances. They're going to have to, they're going to have to do all all these things, figure out all these systems. And if they only want to do it all by themselves, right, they're going to be spending so much time there. Um, And so this is why I think making the shift from entrepreneur to business owners is important because it allows you to create a strong foundation for your business and position it for long-term success. So um, I think when you make that transition, it helps you uh, really achieve sustainable growth. Okay, so by focusing on building a strong business model and developing processes and systems, you can achieve sustainable growth that allows you to scale your business without sacrificing quality or customer satisfaction. Um, Another thing is that it allows you to improve your financial management. As your business grows, right, it's going to become increasingly more important to manage, manage your finances effectively, right? Making the shift to a business owner mindset allows you to focus on creating budgets, tracking expenses, managing your cash flow to ensure that your business remains financially healthy. Remember, the bottom line of any business is to, to avoid what Tom Bilyeu says, a mortality event, which is where your business is losing money on the daily basis, right? Your business is no longer profitable. We need to stay financially healthy and, and businesses and business owners that don't want to look at the finances, don't want to figure that out. That is going to ruin your business. Okay. Um, as you start to make that shift to a business owner, you're going to believe more and more in this idea of developing a strong team. A successful business owner, right? Requi- a successful business, right? Requires a strong team that can help you manage and grow your business. So imagine if you have this business, that's this massive boat, right? Um, if you've seen any movies, like I'm thinking of the the Pirates of the Caribbean movie where they have these massive boats, right? Or you think of a cruise ship. There is no way that one person could operate that entire cruise ship. That would, the boat would not move or it would sink or it would just not operate well, right? And so if you're kind of like holding on to just being this self-employed, that's okay. Just know that you're going to probably need to uh, uh, let go of your dreams of having this massive boat, Um, If you're the only one, this massive business, right? If you're the only one that can work on the boat, (laughs) if you're the only one that you allow to work on the business, um, you need to keep a tiny boat (laughs) because if you try and like go and upgrade to this big, massive business where you're serving tons and tons of customers, 
you're going to run yourself into the ground. Okay. So, um, when you make that shift to a business owner mindset, right, it allows you to focus on hiring the right people, developing their skills and creating a culture of collaboration and teamwork. And then lastly, right, as you start to make that shift from entrepreneur to business owner, you prioritize customer satisfactions, right? So entrepreneurs are often focused on creating new products, services. How can I market this? How can I do this, right? Business owners are prioritizing the customer satisfaction, right? They're focusing on how can I deliver really high quality products and services consistently across the board. You think about Chick-fil-A, for example. Um, I like looking at the business model of Chick-fil-A because I think that if I go to Chick-fil-A in one state and then go to Chick-fil-A in another state, I'm going to get a very similar experience. And that is amazing, especially since they're at a business. They're a business that is at such high scale that you're able to still achieve that same kind of customer experience is incredible. Um, and there have been multiple businesses that I've done, like that I've been to where you go to one place and then you're in another state or another place and it's a completely different experience. And you're like, what happened, right? This is the same business, but what happened, right? And uh, I think that the businesses who have scaled and have scaled well, right, are leaning into that business owner mindset, okay? So in short, right, making the shift from entrepreneur to business owner is important because it allows you to create a strong foundation for your business, right, achieve sustainable growth and position your business for long-term success, all right? So if any part of you, if you're an entrepreneur and you've been holding on to being a self-employed person, right, but you want to go bigger, you want to be, you want to have a business that's massive like a cruise ship. And cruise ships, if we think about it, they help a lot of people have an amazing vacation, right? The bigger business that you have, the more opportunity you have to help more people on top of, the more financial uh, financial success you can have, the more freedom, right? I'm going to use that word relatively because freedom means something different to every single person. Um, but if you want to make that shift and have a business like that, you've got to remember you can't run the boat just all by yourself. You need help. You need help. And which is why if you want to have a long-term business, that's more than just yourself. That helps a lot of people. You need to make the shift from entrepreneur to business owner. Okay. So next time. Let's talk about the strategies for transforming, um, sorry, transitioning from the mindset of an entrepreneur to that of a business owner. So if you decided, yes, I want to be a business owner, how do we actually make it happen? We'll talk about that next. All right, guys, till next time, keep shifting your business towards success. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Business Shift Podcast, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. The question is, now what? It's time for action, baby. So if you found value in this episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more actionable tips and inspiring interviews with successful business owners. Also, if you know of others who would benefit from the information today, I would truly appreciate the share. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.